All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is John Fisher and Brad Anderson coming at you from the podcast studio once again. It's been a minute, but we are on season three, episode three. You might have noticed I went a little long on our intro right there. That's because I was getting into it. I want to do another Ranger Rumble, Brad. I missed that. Well, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's. Uh, what do we got going on today? Well, actually, you're in luck, John, because we are doing another Ranger Rumble on Monday, October 10th. You don't we, say. <laughs> we are doing one, and uh, all schools, Pine Ridge, Thornapple, Ada, Central Woodlands Middle School, uh, the Middle School, and Central High will all be packed into Ranger Stadium for a event that we haven't done since 2019, which is called the Ranger Rumble, and it is all things um, you know FHC and Ranger Country. Looking forward to that. We'll talk about that as we approach homecoming, which is one of our agenda items. We're talking about school and community updates, Ranger athletics, Ranger recommendations, and staff shout-outs. So, um, Things going well for you, John. How was your weekend? You know, my weekend was good, Brad. I had uh, I had a wedding. Uh, one of my oldest friends from seventh grade got married this weekend down in Battle Creek, so I drove down to that. It was uh, started at 2 o'clock, and it was supposed to end at 10, and my wife, who is somewhat introverted, said, there is no way we're staying there until 10 o'clock. And then I had to drag her out the door at 1030 because it was time for the long drive back here. Uh, so that was fun, and then we had some soccer this weekend, and we had good times. How about you? So soccer as well. The Lightning Bolts, we made the, uh, I think I've told you, uh, so I coached the YMCA Lightning Bolts, but I told you that we made the jump in divisions. We're up to the third and fourth grade division. We are mostly third graders. In fact, uh, out of 10 girls, eight of them are third graders, and we're making this jump. There's a bigger field, wider field, longer field, uh, older ladies, and on top of it, there's an onsides rule, onsides, offsides rule. So a lot of things, and I did, I Honestly, I woke up Saturday morning at about 6 a.m. because I couldn't sleep, worried about the game. But uh, the girls did, ladies did well. We uh, we ended up losing five to two, but we had ten shots on goal, and they had ten shots on goal. It was one of those games where, hey, we, we it was a pretty even game. They just put a couple more in the back of the net. So uh, not too happy bad. about that. Uh, uh, Zeta, my older, my oldest, she cheered at the uh, fifth, sixth grade games. Man, that lower bowl is an oven. Is it really? Uh, lower bowl field, or not the lower bowl field, but the lower turf field is an oven. Um, it's where the tailgate was on Friday. And uh, on a Saturday, on a clear day, it's, it's, uh, it gets up there. So, yeah, quick, quick weekend. And um, I'm very excited, though, because we have a, one of those nice weeks that's kind of chopped up. We've got a one-hour delay. We've got the half day on Friday. After the long week last week, it seemed like our weekend just went by like that. True. Right? I wasn't as like uh, caught up in it though because I've got the uh, senior retreat today that I'm going off to because uh, ah, Mr. Passnaw was retreat. desperate for people to come and chaperone it. So I'm going to go with the seniors today to Camp Henry and uh, hopefully have a great bonding experience with all those kids and have them grow together more closely as a class. Oh, that's incredible. So you're taking off here shortly. So we'll try to make this a, a relatively timely podcast that is our warning bell so you were going to hear a couple of bells because we were recording this during first hour on monday before first hour before on monday first hour on monday yeah and uh, i'm also excited john because it's 54 days until the gridiron growler game on november 12th and i think this might i don't want to i don't want to make it official but i think this might be like the last athletic game on that admin field I mean, I've we've heard said rumors. that before but are they actually going to well, start that was, construction that was pre-covid and i thought well i think i think there was a groundbreaking Oh, really? Of a new building, I think. I'm not sure. I think there was ground broke. I don't know. Very unheralded, but uh, I think there was. So we'll find out more. I just don't, we, we always need to play it like it's our last game, right? We True. We need to play it like our, it's our last game. So I'm very excited about that. Also, the Cornhole League um, final 
uh, night is this Thursday. And John, you are gaining ground to the top of the leaderboard. You were champ this week. Yeah, I was. Um, nope, there's our final bell. So the kids are going to be in class now. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I, I got warmed up uh, during the Cascade Heritage Days, which we're going to talk about in a little while. But uh, I really, I was really feeling it that night on Wednesday. And it was, uh, it was actually easy and it was a lot of fun. Sadly, I won't be there this Thursday because I've got soccer practice and, you know, coaching's got to come coaching's first. Coaching's got to come first. But uh, I, I put hey, in it's a been good a heck showing. Of a run, so man. Heck of a run. It's heck been of a lot of fun. Run. And uh, you were partnered with uh, Anthony Mori. That's correct. Anthony Mori, uh, assistant superintendent over in EGR Public Schools. Daughters come through Forestville Central. He's a dance dad. And, um, yeah, he, he had an incredible showing, too. So you guys uh, partnered, won the whole, the, won the whole night, the uh, eight, eight team bracket. And uh, had a great showing. We had so, to beat Jason LaFontaine twice, which is no easy feat. So. No, that guy, he's he can throw. He, he can, can throw some bags. He can throw some bags. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the update on the weekend. School updates, uh, FHC Ranger Challenge on senior uh, on, on Friday. The uh, seniors won the tug of war in nice. convincing sure fashion. In convincing fashion. Uh, we had our first Ranger Challenge assembly, and what that is is uh, each season we have a different traditional event that is uh, class versus class. So in the fall it's tug of war. In the winter it's the mattress race. In the springtime, I think our new tradition is that field foosball and we'll, we'll that was it up a, a lot bit. of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was I hope great. I get to do the commentary on that a little bit again and, and do the music because that was a blast. That included the entire class. It was so fun. It was now, a little if, windy that day. It was day, a little but... windy, but if you don't have the wind, that is, I think you get, I think, okay, those big blow-up balls, I think you get smaller I don't know how you do it, but you get smaller ones. Yeah, in case you guys in the audience don't remember what we're talking about or haven't heard about it, we set the whole senior class on yard lines on the football field. We've got goalkeepers Versus at either end. Versus juniors on yep. the opposite. And the juniors are on opposite, like they're ev every other line, just like a foosball table. And then we have giant, basically like beach balls, correct? Correct. And there's a whole bunch of them out there, and it's just a massive human foosball game. There's music going, and the whole school is watching it, and it was just a crazy good time last year. So. It, it was great. It was a great way to end the year, and Chad Skolton was kind of the brains behind He came up with that idea in, in the uh, early springtime and came to fruition. So those are our Ranger challenges. The Tug of War is a great way to kick off the year it's a lot of fun it's 10 guys 10 ladies uh from each class and like i said the seniors blew them out it, 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 and they but the freshmen gave a good fight yep the juniors gave a good fight there at the end too they, they did they, as well. it was a long pull on that last round but the, right. the seniors ended up uh overwhelming them with just sheer muscle mass i think but it was it was fun to watch they they fought hard and so by winning these the ranger challenge these seniors win a berth into the final finals, which is against the staff tug team. And John and I are members of the staff tug team. That's correct. And we have T-shirts and we have posters and we have. We're, all... we're going to be having a training montage video coming out before yeah, too long. To some Rocky Four music. We'll and have to tell you all how to find that. And that will be October 7th when we take on the senior class. And I'm I'm training. I'm, I'm running in the mornings. I'm getting ready. I've been, you know, that's I, I wake up thinking about tug of war against the seniors we had a absolutely embarrassing showing last year um so at, it's the week it's the week before homecoming it's october 7th it's at our it's at our homecoming kickoff assembly on friday it's where we like it's where we parade the kids out and they they show what the theme days are going to be we announce the core okay, okay that whole one and then we got the whole homecoming week coming up after that where correct they, they have dress up days and yeah. events and then we have homecoming actually on the 14th correct okay i yeah. got it. i've got it all straight there, there we have no shortage of festivities the from the 7th to the 15th it's like non-stop 
fun and festivities for for everybody here in in our community so um the, back to the ranger challenge we recognized fall sports captains um we we had exemplary behavior i was so thrilled uh, it's been a while since we've had an indoor assembly and the students showed a lot of pride and respect during the national anthem um, when the central singers and, uh, and sean ivory were singing the national anthem and then at the at the beginning and end our rangers of honor were crandall quinn and sarah dunn they stood and applauded as they came in, and then they finished the assembly by taking the flag out, and nobody left. You know how sometimes like kids start streaming out because it's like, hey, we're 15 minutes early. And, yeah, you know, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. They they stayed. They applauded. They listened to the fight song. It was great. And, uh, oh, the sound went down on the fight song. Oh, yeah. We're not so sure we why, had to, so I had to lead the fight yep, song. Brad started singing, and so we all started following along with him, and, and the students joined in, and that was pretty cool that way as well. I can't carry a tune in a bucket so it doesn't matter it's just like it's just like the seventh inning stretch for the cubbies right you say take me out to the and then the whole crowd starts singing and are you comparing me to harry carey absolutely is that uh <laughs> i feel like that's complimentary <laughs> he's sure. a legend you're an fhc legend uh, well there are some differences there <laughs> i suppose <laughs> we won't get into that um but uh fhc spirit shirts are on sale at all three lunches and if you are an elementary middle school or central woodlands person there's been uh, opportunities to order those online if if you can contact your main office uh, but we had those on sale at the tailgate they're ten dollars and there are white spirit shirts and uh, get yours while they last we only have 500 otherwise you're gonna have to order it online pine ridge ranger rally is this week friday september 23rd on the half day pine ridge theme days are pajama day that was nice my kids got to go to bed knowing that uh, they didn't have to get up a little you know earlier today mm -hmm. they got to wear their pajamas and roll out of bed business on top party on bottom on tuesday wednesday is superhero day or favorite character day jersey day on thursday that's always fun and then spirit day of course on friday and there's a culver's night thursday september 22nd for the pine ridge ranger rally uh before the night of the the, the ranger rally so that is incidentally now my thursday go-to meal plan nice so that's that's what i'm going for so yeah the ranger rally is a uh, very cool opportunity the students walk from Pine Ridge uh, up 30th all the way to the firehouse. Did you ever do that walk, John? I never got to do the walk. No, like you and I back in the day, we would always make sure we were there for field day because that was our go-to day. But oh, man, I, I didn't. field day. I couldn't take multiple days off, but my wife did the Ranger Rally the whole got time it. that Julia was down there. Yeah, that's that's just a really special tradition. That goes, that goes way back. It wasn't there. They didn't do it when I was at, at Pine Ridge, but of course that's the mid-1980s. But I think it's been going since the 1990s, I believe. I think... Um, uh, they started probably 30 years ago and they've been doing it ever since all the way to the firehouse and back. So that's a nice little jaunt for some of those kids. I it mean, is. If you're a kindergartner, that's, that's, that's like two miles. And it's uh, cool for them to actually get to it for them. It's an accomplishment. It's a long walk. They get to go through the community. There's parents, there's people cheering them sure, on. It's, yeah. it's just a cool event for them. So yeah, it's, 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 it's the beginning of the indoctrination, which is a positive <laughs> thing for this into our community. I watched that word there, John. I know it's been <laughs> politicized and I don't mean it in any political manner. You're meaning just like school spirit building up you know becoming a ranger and being a part of our community that's, that's what john to clarify that's what john means so <laughs> community updates uh cascade heritage festival was september 10th and i'm gonna i'm gonna just as the organizer and one of the team members i'm gonna say uh, proudly that it was a success and with the caveat that last year i gotta be honest john i felt a bit like a failure uh i felt last year was a, it was good it was fun but it, 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 it didn't hit what I had envisioned. This year, I stood there on September 10th, and I felt like this was what we had talked about two years ago in I the agree. studio. 
Yeah, the first year, it was a really long, drawn-out kind of event. It went from really early in the morning until late in the evening. Correct. And I think people just kind of stopped by, and then were in and out and in and out. And this year, it was all consolidated into a smaller space. Um, there were a whole bunch of people. They all came at the same time. Uh, Ty Hudkins' dad uh, was playing some music. What's his first name? I apologize. Greg Hudkins. Greg Hudkins was playing live music on the yeah, guitar. He was, he was doing a great job. He was out there cooking in the sun. Um, he was killing it, though. The music was great. The food was really good, which I'm sure we're going to talk about that as well. Um, it was just a great event, and there were so many people. Everybody came out, and they stayed and stayed and stayed. People were there for two or three hours minimum. It was just a really good time. So, yeah, yes, well, you're right. That was a success. I, I What warmed my heart was just seeing, you know, there was the football players. The varsity football coach was there, Tim Rogers. He was walking around. There was tons of, there was tons of kids. There was high school kids. There was little kids. You know, it was a place for kids to go. Teachers were out. Neighbors, whole, the whole neighborhoods kind of drained out of Cascade, which was awesome. And you saw the old timers who came out and walking around. And I think they were thrilled to see the traditional heart of Cascade Village once again be brought alive. And um, it all kicked off with Virgil Westdale, uh, the park dedication. So if you if you go to that pocket park, which is now Virgil Westdale Park, you go there, there's a huge boulder and it has a plaque that is dedicated to the World War II um, veteran and longtime community member Virgil Westdale. And it was dedicated by uh, Supervisor Grace Lesperance and local vet um, Steve Kenyon. And I also had a very, very quick opportunity to speak of which I was very honored and to try to kick off the uh, the, the day. So that was really cool. And uh, that kind of checked the box of the heritage piece. And you also had the museum open. And the museum, I stopped by the night before. And um, Jan Schichtel, who is the uh, one of the docents at the museum, was nervous that, you know, are there people going to come through? They had been working so hard. They had a new museum um, uh, display on the uh, uh, on the airport and they had all these different uh, they salvaged those old D&W pictures and they mm -hmm. put them all in there they'd been just working really hard to get ready for the community and they did they had like 200 people come through and sign the guest book and it was just they were thrilled with with that so so that's awesome very thankful that everybody in the community kind of went through and make that a yearly thing like go in check it out you know I, I go there once a year and and I love taking that tour so I know they appreciate it and they and the Cascade Historical Society's hard work um, was on display. You know what else was really cool about that just to interject quickly is that uh, I know that people came to that and then they would leave when they were done but then I saw I know several groups went across the street to Frosty Boy to have some food some people went um, up to uh, uh, Cascade um, Cascade Roadhouse like so they left the festival after a few hours but then they went right into our community to keep right. on you know enjoying the Cascade community because they were there it was a beautiful day so why not you know why, why not, not walk around and exactly just, yeah yeah a little foot traffic for sure it, it, it helped um, Cascade Christian Church and the uh, pastor there Jill Fortin was incredible with her hospitality and we appreciate her and in welcoming us onto the grounds I think when initially I, I kind of pitched the idea to have it on the Cascade Christian church grounds there was she was immediately like yes let's do it but there was some people you know folks as you can imagine uh in the congregation that were a little bit like skeptical hey we're bringing beer onto a church parking you know into a church ground you know it's just hey there's there's uh there's an aspect there there that uh, of trust that you need that's just true and uh, i think at the end of the day and i don't want to speak for all of them but i think there was 
a certain level of, yeah, let's do this again. This was a great spot. So we appreciate Jill's trust and willingness to take a risk. And uh, I think it's going to pay off for, for, for that area in that community. Um, Funk father and son duo win the cornhole. Yes, uh, they did. Two-time champion. <laughs> yes, they did. Noah um, and... Um, Nathan. Nathan. Yep. Yep. And uh, the funny thing is, this is this is great. So I was driving through their neighborhood yesterday, and which is that neighborhood that I don't know the name of the neighborhood. It's like Thornapple Springs neighborhood. Like over there, there's a there's a ton of people over there. And I drove past their house just randomly, and they were out in the driveway throwing bags. Of course, they were throwing bags. From what I understand, they're always throwing bags, and the, it shows because Noah is that kid is a he's lights a out freshman or he, I don't know if he's no a no, no he's a junior he's a phenomenon he's yeah. he's he's really good and at Nathan's it. good too. And they were the father son duo, two time champs. Now they have to come back. But John, you and Andy were Andy and I were the first runners up. First, we uh, yep. we faced the Funks in our third match because we went two and zero, and then we faced the Funks and we we lost to them, uh, twenty one to twelve. So they they gave us a pretty thorough thumping that first game, and then in the final matchup against them, when everybody was standing around, and all of the high schoolers were watching, and all that kind of stuff, we did uh, we did pretty well. We got up to sixteen. I think we were neck and neck at sixteen. And then uh, I think Noah might have put in a, a three-bagger or something yeah, and just shut no, us down. He's, he's so but good. He's, it was he's a great, great game. I think it's developing into a, a rivalry. We're, we're like Michigan-Michigan State now, I believe. So I'm not <laughs> which, sure. Which one are you? <laughs> oh, I'm hoping I'm Michigan. I don't want to – no offense to our Michigan State fans, but in third grade somebody well, asked me, who do you like, and I chose against Michigan. Washington, uh, you know, anyhow, ooh, ooh, too much, too, much, uh, too soon, too soon. Um, <laughs> there go no, all hey, of our I, listeners, I, Brad. Well, no, people who know me, I'm a central Michigan grad, Notre Dame football fan, um, and so I root for both of them. Well, and I that's root, difficult this year too, and, and unfortunately. I root, and I root for, and I root for Michigan and Michigan State. Like I, it sounds weird, but I do. No, and, I, as do I. I if, yeah. if Michigan State's not facing Michigan, I absolutely root for Michigan State. I yeah. got students that go there. We're close to Michigan State. How are you not going to root for some hometown? you know, boys that some of them came through Absolutely. our system, you know. Absolutely, yeah. People Tate, who are too toxic to agree that, uh, you know, these are also Michiganders. Yeah, Tate uh, Halleck scare me is, a little. Tate Halleck, I believe, is on special teams right now, and he gets, you know, he gets into the game. And so, yeah, no, I I, I totally was – I was I watched the Michigan State game to the bitter end, hoping they would pull off some Mel, uh, some Mel Tucker magic, but uh, just didn't happen. I don't know. Um Third place at the uh, Cornhole Tournament was Brady Miller and his grandpa, Norm. Brady Miller is good. We faced he off was... against both of them twice, and um, we beat them twice, but they were they were stiff competition, and you're right. Brady was really good, and Norm and I were just having a good time at the other end because Andy and Brady were facing off in a battle of the Titans, and Norm and I were just uh, washing each time. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and Brady was great because I saw him on the list when I was uh, when I was doing, like, the, uh, the, the brackets, and um, – I was like, Brady, are you, you're playing in the tournament. Are you pretty good? And he goes, I'm okay. And then first round, he sinks four bags. I mean, lights out. So right? he got a four-bagger right Correct. away. Right nice. away. Right away. And, way to uh, set the tone. Very, very impressive third place. Finish. Oh, wait, yeah. Actually, speaking of the four, I, now, I remember that. That just clicked. He did that against my wife, Robin, and my best friend, <laughs> Pam. Shut them out of the tournament with a four-bagger. With a four-bagger. Good night, go home. Yeah. You know, try the veal. <laughs> um, so that was the cornhole. And then it was Wildwood Farms, uh, tacos, Saladino smoke and Wags dogs food. It was great. At the end of the night, I was, I didn't realize it, but 
you know, cause I get worked up for these events and I don't eat anything all day. And then thankfully, um, Justin Habor, who is the owner of Wildwood Farms at the very end of the night came by and he handed me a box of tacos that I took home and just absolutely devoured in about three bites. But the, I tried the tacos. I also got Saladino smoke. Um, I had the Saladino smoke, uh, sandwich, the fully loaded sandwich, whatever it was with slaw on top and all that. And then the ladies there talked to me into some, uh, cornbread casserole, which I'm, I'm a pushover for cornbread, so oh, yeah, cornbread casserole. Are you kidding me? It was delightful for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, a little bit, a little side note about Saladino Smoke is that they are so they're a Forestal Central family originally mm-hmm. uh, by way of Kentwood. I know that uh, Mr. Saladino was a was a Kentwood grad, but uh, Joey and Anthony came through here. There's actually an award named after Joey, um, like the Mr. Hustle Award for basketball. He is now a Kent County Sheriff's detective. Okay, and they live here in the district. Uh, but anyhow, the Saladino Smoke and Wildwood Farms are partnering to, uh, to open a new restaurant in Caledonia called the Butcher Block Social, which will nice. open in the spring of 2023. I was going to save that for Ranger Recommendations. I know it's in Caledonia. It's off of Cherry Valley, uh, just down the road. But because they are Ranger people, I think we're going to need to make a make a field trip i think we should yeah, for sure we should definitely to, go there yeah it's like craft beers see uh, how hard i am to convince and... to go after food bread it's <laughs> i'm very food motivated yeah as am i and and, and bbq so um g- congrats to them i know that that's a big endeavor they are a hit on the whole food truck circuit and scene and um i know that they'll be a wild success and you're gonna have people coming from all over just to just to be there so congrats on that yeah greg hudkins played the music he was 60s 70s 80s uh country hits Man, he is like he is so good, and he sounds like the. Co- I mean, he's not just covering it; he sounds no, like the artist. No, he did a great artist. job, man. And he he jammed for four hours, and I felt bad. I think we should have an opening act next year. Yeah, he, he went for four hours. And I know that at one point the sun was beating down on that stage too. We need to get him some kind of a cover up there because right. um, he was just sweating. I know that Ty actually had to go home and get him another complete set of clothing to change into because he sweated through his first set but he never stopped he was just going the whole time yeah he is the man uh so thank you to greg and and your incredible music uh cascade fire department appreciate your support chief majors andy albright cullen dodge a few of the guys that uh lent their support cullen dodge fhc alum Mm -hmm. um his wife maddie is uh, pregnant with her first child so congrats coming in december coming december 21st i think somewhere right around there wow look at you man look at you with the due date uh, on the, well, on the I'm a money. December baby, you know, so. So you remember that. That's right. Sagittarius. So, yeah, congrats. Uh, thanks to them for uh, supporting us and setting up the med tent. We also had the Boy Scouts there. We had Funny Business, the Yoder family, which is also an FHC family. The Yoders were there with Funny Business, and they set up spin art and face paint and uh, all sorts of cool stuff. It was just the Cascade Were they the ones doing the uh, the tattooing as well? Correct. Is that Okay, yeah. The girls all really enjoyed that, getting cat tattoos on their forearms and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. The, the, the tattoos are a hit. That was I, hugely I don't, popular. I don't understand it, but they love it. And, and again, my kids at the tailgate this past Friday, there was also tattoos, and they have tattoos this morning yep. getting to school, So, which is a good segue into. So overall, Cascade Heritage Day, it's a have again. Uh, hopefully it's now going to become a tradition and next year we can call it the third annual uh, Cascade Heritage Festival and we hope more people come out and we hope and I think that weekend after Labor Day is a perfect time. The one thing that I think we will bring back, uh, actually two things, we'll bring back the 5K or fun run aspect to it okay. at some point 
And then I think we need to have the football games there because everybody at eight o'clock, if you were a Michigan fan, kind of cleared out. I think you got to have. You the, are correct. I Even think, though the game was delayed and then we all went home and sat there and couldn't watch it for another hour or so. Yeah, but. I think we need to have the, the games there. The previous year, the Firefighters Association put up televisions, they put up three TVs. Well, if we could get a big screen, so like give Greg a break at the end of the night so he can have some beers and, and barbecue and we just have a big screen up there showing one of the games, Michigan or Michigan State or whomever, I'm sure everybody would dig that. Right in front yeah. of the 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 tent and the the tables and such. Would Absolutely, be a good time. that we will work on that. So that is the uh, the one suggestion that we will put into motion. So FHC Community Tailgate. We had Coco's Cool Cabana flavored ice, Broden's Dogs. They're a local FHC family as well, and Los Jalapenos Tacos. Sea of little kids. Um, had a lot of fun. I manned uh, the the uh, the FHC Youth Wrestling Tent. With Clay Hadinger. Oh my gosh, and, those boys uh, were hustling. Ian Ripmaster. I can tell you this: if you went to the this Cascade Heritage Festival, you had at least one smallish uh, wrestler or football <laughs> player um, approach you about just water, hustling water. Like I had one of them come up to me, and he's like, "Hey, Mister, you want a water?" I'm like, oh, "I'm already drinking one." He's like, "You don't have one in your other hand." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that's another aspect that we did not talk about." They so what a cool those kids had a blast. And they, they were having on, a good time. They put on their jerseys and they had a little contest and they were having fun. And I tell you what, we went through cases. Dude, and they were cases selling hard, water. Brad. I sold, I yeah. bought five bottles of water at one time. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and if you think about $1, I mean, yeah. you know, and it goes to, it goes right into the U, FHC youth wrestling, goes right back into. And the kids flat out told me, they're like, if we meet our quota, he's going to buy us all Frosty Boy ice cream. And he did. So I was like, That's, here's a $5 yeah, Ian, bill. Yeah. <laughs> just... yeah. Ian Ripmaster, man. What a consummate salesman. And uh, I got to give a shout out to uh, Grayson Ripmaster. He's uh, one of my students this year, uh, junior on the wrestling team. Um, Grayson has been working really hard and, and, uh, anytime the wrestling team needs like support. So we needed help at the FHC tailgate. He was there. Uh, if we needed help at the, uh, booth at Cascade Heritage Festival, he was there and he was helping facilitate. And, uh, he had his trusty, uh, sidekick, uh, Josh Elzinga this weekend, um, at the, uh, at the tailgate. So we appreciate those guys. But, uh, you look around, you saw the volleyball team, the basketball team, you saw all the soccer, lacrosse, you saw all the teams had their, 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 um, particular booths. Um, people were walking around with tacos and dogs and it was just, it was a great time, which transferred over. We had a standing room only crowd at the game, uh, against, uh, EGR, which is classically, I'd say one of our football rivals. And, um, it's really nice to look up into the stands and just see a sea of people. I know those, uh, players appreciate it and we'll get to the ranger athletics portion of this here shortly and talk about the game yeah but the it was it was really cool at that game i'm sorry to interrupt nope. but uh that was the first home game that i've actually gotten to go and see because i've often got the soccer or or sure. whatnot getting in the way me going to the cottage but uh i got there um a whole bunch of our friends went to the tailgate we got in there we got pretty we got really good seats in the bleachers and then uh jackie pabst uh tyler my friend Dave and Jackie, she was giving me uh, a little bit of guff about this because that game used to be such a phenomenal matchup that you'd have to get there early and tape blankets down in the bleachers and stuff. She's like, there's so many seats available. And, you know, she was right, Brad. There there were a lot of seats available initially, but then I think people started filing in. Uh, the, the game got hype, and uh, that place filled up. It was basically standing room only. My friend Russ left to go to the concession stand to get a piece of pizza and a water bottle, 
halfway through the second quarter, and he returned sometime in the third quarter because the oh, lines right. were so long over there. Yeah, that it's, I didn't get in the game until the end of the first quarter because I was breaking down the tailgate, and I, we had to literally kick kids out of our off of our mat. We have the uh, bubble sumo thing going on and so we yeah we didn't get in there till part way through because everybody was having so much fun so yeah there was there was plenty of people at the EGR game um great to see everybody in the stands uh before we get to athletics I did want to mention this so I heard through um a very reliable source that was at the meeting they are considering and I don't know what the actual final verdict is but Ada Township is considering a Wednesday through Saturday social district it has been a Wednesday social district only on those Wednesday nights where they had the music. Right. And you could buy a refreshment from your favorite uh, uh, place and, and walk around. And, and so they're talking about a Wednesday through Saturday or Wednesday through Friday. I think that's going to be really good for that community to uh, just make that a giant walk around social area. Because it's not like we're going to have a bunch of Bacnalian events down there. There's going to be... Uh, families walking around with beverages by the river and kids playing in that playground yeah. and stuff like that. Listen, it's not a, it's not a cow. It's not Mount Pleasant at 2 a.m. in the morning, right? It's not, uh, Nothing good happens you know, after Madis- Madison <laughs> after it was, you know, it's, it's Ada. It, things shut down around 9 p.m. and at the latest 11. So it's not like there's this, uh, hooligan aspect to it. I mean, people are walking around. It's mostly families. It's encouraging that foot traffic from place to place and uh, i think it's a great idea i hope it comes to fruition i am 100 percent behind the perpetuation of a end of the week social district and hope to uh, participate in it soon so uh, i agree and i guarantee you that i will participate in i'm it a if little it's a bit thing. i'm a little bit upset because saturday um i had some uh you know i had games and and, and I had some, we have some car troubles anyways, I'm not going to get into it, but uh, I meant to make it to, I even had it in my phone, I meant to make it to Gravel Bottom, I would like to become a Mug Club member, because I know that they were re-upping their Mug, mug Club memberships, and I'm worried that they were all taken. Well, what do you it, think? It's what's a your, possibility what's the inside that scoop? they were all taking. Uh, I got a, a couple of buddies there, uh, Jeff, Avink, and, and, and Matt, that maybe I can talk to and see what they've got going on there, so... Uh, maybe I can help you out with that, Brad. We'll see what yeah, I can do Yeah, it's not for like you. I'm looking for a freebie here. I, I would gladly, I'm gladly going to pay to be a Mug Club member. I love supporting what they do, and I just enjoy walking in the, the few times uh, a year that I go to sit down there. I've, I went there many times and grabbed one and, and walked out, but I'd love to be able to walk in there and grab my mug. Grab a mug and sit down at the bar and, and converse with the uh, purveyors of the establishment. Absolutely. So, yeah, hopefully that Hopefully they have mugs left. So anyways, on to Rager Athletics because we are running out of time because we need to go both prepare for our day. Um, actually, you're heading on the senior trip, so I need to prepare for my day. Ranger Athletics, uh, Rick Ketcher, who is a longtime uh, coach here at FHC Wrestling, will be recognized as the Regional, State, and Midwest Girls Coach of the Year at the November 5th MWA uh, Coaches Clinic and uh, Hall of Fame Dinner, which is also recognizing another FHC legend, Dave Mills, uh, my high school coach, is being inducted in the Michigan Wrestling Hall of Fame on November 5th. Those two guys, close friends, longtime uh, compadres on the bench. You know, I, I think about there's three people that really were integral in, in, in um, you know, my, my wrestling and upbringing, um, you know, is my dad, Dave Mills and Rick Ketcher. And then you know, outside from my mom, these uh, Rick Ketcher and Dave Mills um, were th- two of the guys that really helped 
you know, help me become the man who I am today. So congrats to them and look forward to honoring them on Saturday, November 5th, one week before the Gridiron Growler game. That's right. Um, so congrats, gentlemen. FHC football, 31-7 over EGR. Outstanding performances from Ty Hutkins. Man, what a game. Max a Richardson, interception and a touchdown. He's a sophomore. He is a budding hometown hero. Uh, Max, I mean, he's one of the hardest working guys in our program. He is getting bigger by the day. His shoulders, his, 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 his reach, he's an incredible uh, uh, asset on offense and defense. Uh, Justin Osterhaus has been just on fire There was the quarterback there, position. There JT Hartman. A couple of really big highlights in that game that, that stick with me. There, I mean, there were a lot of highlights. A lot of great things happened during that game. But early on in the game, when Justin Osterhaus – took a long shot to Ty Hutkins, I believe it was, in the yes. back left corner of the end zone, and it Incredible. dropped in right over the cornerback into Ty's hands, and he ran it into the end zone. The stands exploded, and uh, I was up there jumping up and down screaming, and that was just the beginning of of the the, the beauty of that game because it was really good. JT yeah. Hartman had an, a crazy run yeah, where he Hartman. broke three tackles and went like 50-plus yards I, with the ball. It was great. It was a whole highlight reel. That whole yeah, game was, was a highlight reel. Yeah, it was. It was a highlight reel. And what I love about, you know, guys like JT and Max is that it, and, and, and Ty is included in this. And they're just just humble guys. They get the job done. They're they're electric on the field. But if you see them in the hallways, they're just super nice young men and uh, respectful. And they're just exactly what I would love to take these guys to each and every youth football practice and be like you want to be like somebody you know emulate these guys yeah. and and then of course crandall quinn um and raymond cargill on defense like raymond cargill is God. such a they're, they're quiet killers. guy in my class he's quiet he's soft spoken he's, got that grin on he's his respectful face. Yeah. i saw him fly through <laughs> the o-line of egr parallel to the ground and hit their running back i think it was i saw that the ball had been passed off to yeah hit him right in the chest and it, it he hit him so hard and so perfectly that it knocked the wind out of me, I think. That was so good. <laughs> yeah, those. I mean, i just just so proud of those Ranger football players. And uh, they have Northview this week. They'll go into it with a 4-0 record. Uh, Lowell on September 30th, that is circled on the calendar. That's going to be a big game because I think Lowell is 4-0 as well. So that's going to be uh, quite a game that's home at FHC. Special shout-out to Eli Lipke, who went 4-4 four for four on kicks. Uh he had three PATs and a field goal. Eli is a sophomore. He looked good out there. He's on the varsity soccer team. He plays hockey on the weekends in his in his free time, and then he's kicking, you know, winning field goals um, on the uh, on Friday nights. I mean, the kid's incredible. I was I'm glad he fan. got so many opportunities to go out there and take some shots at it because um, obviously the EGR game, the score ended up being a little lop lopsided, thirty-one-seven, but. Eli looked good, and he got those opportunities to be on the turf, looking at the you know looking at the sticks and lining it up. So that could be critical, crucial later on when we play against somebody like a Lowell or something. If they're as good as they think they are, uh, it might come down to an Eli Lipke field goal. So uh, uh, he looked great, and I was really excited about that. Yeah, good for him. You know, just uh, great story there. Again, there's another sophomore who's a who's a rising hometown hero. That uh, you know, when we, we we talk about these hometown heroes and they they graduate. Um, and then you wonder, okay, who's gonna who's gonna rise up and, and take their spots and kind of fill the fill the, uh, the the void that's left behind by these larger than life figures in our community? And then they they show up, you know, the Max Richardsons, the Eli Lipkes. All of a sudden, they 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 um, 
they show themselves. So congrats to the FHC football team. Soccer 4-0 win over Caledonia on Thursday. Um, uh, over Caledonia, Thursday, September 22nd. They're going up against Grand Rapids Christian at 7.30 p.m. at Grand Rapids Christian. Um, at the game against Caledonia, there's outstanding performances by Omar Hajimujic, uh, Miles Shoham, Noah Gleason, Kyle Webb. Two goals scored by uh, Bennett Newcoop, which is awesome. Chris Jongo, uh, Charlie Affman, and Eli Lipke. So congrats, gentlemen. Keep up the good work and keep rolling. Um, this has been an outstanding uh, year. They're, they were ranked as high as second in the state. Um, they're coming off a district championship win. I know I know. Coach Paul Kramer is uh, very excited about their their prospects. They're gelling as a team, so looking forward to their, their game against GR Christian. Um, we are working on a volleyball update for our next episode, so unless you want to take a gander at FHC Sports Report, John, we're going to have to give the, a volleyball update. Well, let's give them a more thorough update in our next time because, like you said, we're, we're already approaching the 40-minute mark. We are approaching the 40-minute They've minute. got some good things going on this yeah, year, they, so let's they've got a huge, delve deeply into them. Yeah, we're going to give them a full um, be good to get Avery, report. or is, I assume Avery is one of the captains. Avery, Zaschek, and Sarah Dunn. Let's do that. It'd be let's good to get, get both of them in here and talk Sarah to Dunn us. Sarah Dunn was a Ranger of Honor, and I believe Avery will be soon. So those two would be great to get in here, students of ours, and um, – you know, delightful young ladies. So we'll, we'll get them into the studio perhaps next. Um, girls golf, okay, white matchup with FHN and Byron Center. Junior Skylar Tierney was lights out shooting a 38. My goodness. That just <laughs> good. Awesome, Skylar. I wish she I took could shoot a 38. Place. Yeah, I'm 38 in the first three holes. I've never done that um, once in my life. I got a 39 one time when I was yeah, in high school. And that I, was my am, chronic achievement. I still need to break break into the 40s, uh, so low 50s, if if I'm on a good day. Uh, boys tennis on Wednesday. Varsity tennis competed in the Dow Midweek Classic. The boys faced off against the University of Detroit Jesuit, winning 6-2. to uh, Their next opponent was Flushing. The Rangers uh, swept them in 8-0 fashion. The final team of the tournament was Midland Dow. Rangers were beaten 2-6 to with only senior Sammy Yin at one signals, winning in two doubles, Noah Kreikard and sophomore Will- William Kneister. Securing the second win, boys play second in their tournament. Um, upperclassmen have stepped up this year. Senior captains Noah Kreikard, Chris Shang, and Sammy Wynn have been focal points for the team. And uh, varsity p- tennis plays again on Saturday, September 17th. So we got to get an update on that at the West Ottawa Quad. Uh, we'll get a girls swim and dive uh, complete review as well when we go when we dive into the volleyball field uh, hockey. No three pun two, intended. <laughs> three to two <laughs> win over EGR with goals from Maya Dye, Maria Jacobs, and Abby Elmassian. Team record is six one and zero. Oh, wow! And they're having a great season. So keep up the good work, field hockey. 78ers football, um, the eighth grade team uh, is still uh, searching for that first win, but they've uh, shown some promise on defense. Uh, defensive coordinator Nick Ketcher is putting things together in that second half. He's made some good adjustments. So looking forward to uh, hopefully defeating C- Cedar Springs this week. Oh, the wing T, the dreaded wing T formation. Mm. So uh, hopefully they're, they're getting ready for that one. We'll give a full um, – Update on the seventh grade team next week. Fifel third and fourth grade team. Uh, white team is 0-1 and one. The green team is one and one. With shout-outs to Hudson Gruber on defense for the white. Uh, he's been showing great promise at defense. I believe it's his first year playing tackle football. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. And then Jonathan Funk had two interceptions and one rushing touchdown. What a week for the Funks. Yeah, right? the Funks have been on top of the Nathan world. Nathan and Noah. Uh, 
you know, clean everybody's clocks. I'm sorry at the uh, <laughs> at Oof. the uh, <laughs> at the Cascade Heritage Festival. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan Funk has an outstanding game at third and fourth. They didn't clean your clock. You were right in there, but they're no good. No offense intended. They they're, they earned that victory, my they're, friend. They're good. They're good. They're good. They cleaned everybody else's clocks, and then they had an epic showdown with my good friend John. I feel like we gave them a run for their money for sure. Literally um, a run for their money. So I, I I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, and I may have done this one, and I didn't have it on the record, but my Ranger recommendation, and I, I know we've done it before. It was a, it was uh, Nicole Vise's recommendation like six months ago. I finally went to Pokey Toki. Yeah. It's, I've, I've been there. Yeah, my wife and daughter and I love it. And uh, I don't know if people know this or not, but boba tea. Brad, have you ever had boba tea before? <laughs> you mean like the Star Wars character? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's a no. Um, <laughs> boba nope. tea, they put like, it's these big... Um, balls of boba they're they're basically like tapioca balls they're like oh, they're like tapioca. soft and it's almost like candy in the bottom of the beverage and so they have these bigger straws so while you're drinking it, you get the the boba beads while you're drinking and it's a lot like kids love it julia loves it i love it and they have boba tea right here in cascade at poke toke or pokey toke or however you say it um it's probably poke like pokemon but i don't know that's my <laughs> i don't I'm not cultured Continue enough to down. say the name correctly. <laughs> I apologize for that. But Poke Toke, you've got some boba tea. You've got some great food. It's really, really worth checking out. Oh, it's, man. it's sushi, but it's in a bowl. So that's basically what I it is. absolutely scarfed it down. It's so good. So good. So good. And you get to just put all sorts of whatever you want on there. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of tempura, like tempura shrimp. Oh, yeah. And so I, that was the topping that I put on and just... Abs- I, I love tempura um, sushi, like the, the tempura top uh-huh. shrimp sushi. And so I had this huge bowl and just devoured it. And my kids loved it because they like sushi. And so, yeah, Pokey Toki, if you haven't tried it out, you need to make a visit, if, especially if you like sushi. If you've never had tempura before, that's definitely something you need to get on your, your radar because I grew up eating that, eating that stuff my whole childhood. My best friend Jay, his mom was from Okinawa, not get Japan. If you said that she was from Japan, it made her really annoyed because Okinawa, she felt, was separate. But she made us tempura everything as a kid, and it was so good. So you've got to try it. Yeah, Yeah. so Pokey Toki is our ranger recommendation. Uh, Staff and and community shout-out. Two community shout-outs. We've got Monica Noonan in the counseling office. Uh, She's a counseling office secretary. She spent eight years at FHC. Family is uh, Eric's husband, kids Sam, Ellie, and Libby. And she enjoys a variety of activities and traditions at FHC. And her favorite restaurant in the area is Zayton's in in Ada. And I have uh, Libby in class right now, and I had Sam. So um, Sam was one of my former editors. Yeah, great young man, and getting to know Libby and Monica, we really appreciate your efforts in the uh, in the counseling office, and uh, look forward to hopefully having a good year. And our second staff and community shout out is Trevor Riley. Trevor Riley, he's right across the hall right now. He's literally he's, he's actually in my old classroom where it says improvise, adapt, and overcome over the uh, over the door. Um, he is a social studies teacher. He's been here for four years, I believe. Is it four years or three years? Uh, you know what, with, uh, with COVID and it's stuff, it made it all confusing it, it, for all me. All confusing, but he is now. He's still got eligibility, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> he can play NCAA. He, he is our social studies uh, chairperson. He's our ILT leader. He runs the Model UN uh, program here at FHC with great success. Kids love taking Mr. Riley Model UN. It's a very successful program. And uh, he coaches CMS cross country and basketball. He does track timing, or at least we're hoping he does track timing in the springtime with ATM, our company. And he was a part of the vintage American football game back in, in November of 21. And he is in the draft 
for the Gridiron Growler game. Excellent. Uh, so he will be a participant this fall, and, and Trevor has just done a fantastic job helping build up our social studies program, and he's been a great addition and asset to our, our community, and you see him at everything. And, um, yeah, so Trevor and Monica, we appreciate you, and uh, we hope that you have a, a good rest of your month of September. So, John, any final thoughts as we you go to the uh, the senior um, – the senior retreat today? Well, a uh, couple of things since you're speaking about the seniors. The senior retreat, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if you know any seniors or you have any seniors, make sure you ask them um, what was what was your favorite part? What what did you did you feel like you grew any closer to your class? That sort of stuff. And ask them what the best things about it were and give us that feedback so we can make sure we emulate that in years to come. But also, with senior year, like we're already a month into senior year, which is crazy. Uh, those senior pictures need to get me to me for the yearbook by November 30th. <laughs> There's the yearbook plug. That's right. I no was wondering. We went 45 minutes without a yearbook plug. There it is. November 30th. Please get me those pictures. I need them desperately. And order your yearbooks at yearbookforever.com. Other than that, I'm just looking forward to hanging out with seniors today and watching them have a great time. I need to go get a yearbook camera and try to capture some beautiful memories today. We are off to a great start. We hope you out there in Ranger Country feel the same way. This is um, this is just absolutely heartwarming to to think that we are back that our traditions are we're able to um, have our traditions and enjoy festivities and enjoy the community and we hope that you listen and share and spread the good word of ranger country and uh, we look forward to being back in the studio again soon hopefully with some guests to dive uh, into a few different things so without further ado i hope you have a great week ahead and do three things use good judgment if you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong it's probably wrong and Nothing good happens after midnight. That's right, Brad. And I I want you all to go out there and be the change that you want to see in the community and be good to your fellow Rangers. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. We love you guys. Have a good day.